Coming up, controversial ExxonMobil Petroleum Agreement under scrutiny as government fails to comply with law requiring parliamentary approval of tax waivers and exemptions granted the U.S. oil giant. The minority says the state has lost significant amounts of revenue as a result. It will surprise you to know that indeed the year now, government of Ghana failed to provide to us how much it's going to cost the taxpayer in terms of tax exemptions that we are granted. We have exclusive details in this latest Joy News investigative report. Also coming up, National Peace Council asked governing NPP to initiate sanction against Howard Comson for dragging the name of the party into disrepute. And I would want, I wish that the NPP would take note of this and take action in respect of what she has done to bring their name into disrepute. Also coming up, government opens stocks with automobile dealers over concerns the start of vehicle production in Ghana could threaten survival of the industry. Also coming up in business, stabilizing banking sector from COVID-19 shocks and rising budget deficits set to dominate the monetary policy meetings which begin this morning. Join us in 15 minutes for more. And later... Now corners him, sweeping right hand and that'll end it. Isaac Dogbay's return comes with an eighth round TKO victory. Sometimes I was more or less like a little bit tense once... Um, Former world champion Isaac Dogby dominates and stopped Mexican-American Chris Avalos in round eight of his first eight fights since losing to Emmanuel Navarrete 14 months ago. Thanks for your company. The details now. The government was required by law to submit a fiscal impact assessment on the ExxonMobil Petroleum Agreement before Parliament approved the deal, the ExxonMobil Petroleum Agreement. But a year after... The deal was ratified. The finance ministry is yet to comply with the Public Financial Management Act, which requires the ministry to disclose how much the tax waivers and exemptions granted the U.S. oil giant cost the state. John Kwetenate has been investigating this. In the official report of parliamentary debate on 3rd April 2019, the government of Ghana assured the Parliamentary Select Committee on Finance that the fiscal impact assessment on the ExxonMobil Petroleum Agreement to explore oil in Ghana's deep waters would be submitted to the House. This is a requirement under the Public Financial Management Act 2016. The document was expected to provide an insight into how much ExxonMobil's tax waivers and exemptions under the agreement is costing the state. The law provides that, quote, any legislation to be laid before Parliament or proposal submitted for the approval of Parliament shall be accompanied by a fiscal impact analysis stating the estimated effect on revenues and expenditures for the financial year in which the legislation or proposal is expected to come into effect. The fiscal impact analysis will determine the benefits the country will derive from the agreement and how this relief would impact the revenue of the country. But Joy News Checks have revealed government has failed to submit the fiscal impact assessment on the agreement. Former Deputy Finance Minister and member of the Finance Committee in Parliament, Atta Forsen, confirms to Joy News the agreement was approved without this critical report. The government of Ghana promised us that they are going to cost them and bring them to Parliament for approval. It will surprise you to know that indeed 
the year now, government of Ghana have failed to provide to us how much it's going to cost the taxpayer in terms of tax exemptions that we are granted. Quoted Nate's report read to you. To other stories, Chairman of the National Peace Council, Most Revenue, Manuel Asante, is asking the governing NPP to institute disciplinary actions against the MP for Iwutu Senya East, how it for bringing the name of the party into disrepute by firing warning shots at a voters' registration centre. Reverend Asante says whilst the party prepares to sanction her, she must do the honourable thing by resigning. He's been speaking to join News. You know, the, the president of the republic who appointed her to that office has been embarrassed. And she should do the honorable thing, if I were her, to resign from her position. She's also a member of a very prominent political party, the NPP. And I would want, I wish that the NPP would take note of this and take action in respect of what she has done to bring their name into this review. You heard Chairman of the Peace Council, Most Revenue Manuel Asante. Meanwhile, a leading member of the governing NPP, Dr. Nyahu Nyahutamuklu, has cautioned the police against what he describes as selective application of the law. If the police is unable to investigate or do what they are supposed to do, then we are in big trouble in this country. There shouldn't be selective justice at all in this country, no matter who is involved, be it the minister or even the president. The person goes wrong, the law should definitely take charge. The law appears not to be doing that now, and the police appears to be toothless, and it's very unfortunate. The police is supposed to be independent of any institution. Dr. Nyahu Nyahu Tamuklu there. To Parliament now, the Minority Chief Whip in Parliament, Munta Kamubarak, says the House will soon set up an ethics committee which will have the powers to appropriately sanction MPs like Hawa Kumsin, whose actions bring the name of the House into disrepute. Some MPs have called for the hauling of the Iwutu Senior East MP before the Privileges Committee for firing warning shots at a voter registration centre. But Mutaka Mumbarak uh, says the mandate of the Privileges Committee will make it difficult for it to sanction her. He says the new ethics committee will make a real difference in ensuring discipline. When you bring the name of the institution into disrepute, people will say that this is too, it's been overstretched and what have you. But if we have ethics, I have no doubt in my mind that if we were to have ethics committee, this will qualify 100% for ethics. But privileges, we've seen how unfortunately they've acted in the past. I doubt whether going to privileges will, will, will do any, any, anything. You heard Minority Chief Whip Muntaka Mubarak. Still in Parliament, NDC MP for Damungo Adams Mutakelu says two suspects arrested by the military with guns for allegedly facilitating registration of foreigners are local warriors who are protecting residents from armed robbery. He says the suspects are warriors armed with weapons by local communities after about five people were killed by armed robbers last year. That road leads to Dokupe, which is a Galamse's hotspot. And as a result, they have the frequent attacks by armed robbers. Last year, almost five people died. So the communities there came together, get some local warriors to be protecting them. And has since then, we've not had such rampant armed robbery attacks. Adams Butawakilo there. Let's head to the presidency where government has opened talks with the country's automobile dealers as it addresses concerns the industry risk collapse following the start of vehicle production by some global vehicle manufacturing giants. In March, Parliament passed the Customs Amendment Bill 2020 that seeks to ban 
the importation of accident cars into the country. The law also provides incentives for automotive manufacturers and assemblers registered under the Ghana Automotive Manufacturing Development Program. And already, German car maker Volkswagen has started selling vehicles assembled in Ghana. At a meeting with the president, the Vehicle Asset Dealers Union of Ghana appealed for an amendment to the law and a further redefinition of salvage vehicles under the law. Joshua Opokwajiman is General Secretary of the Vehicle Asset Dealers Union of Ghana. The Vehicle and Asset Dealers Union of Ghana is totally for and not against the entry of assemblers or manufacturers into the Ghanaian automotive industry. All the union humbly asks for, from your excellency, is a healthy and competitive automotive market where all stakeholders are protected under the Ghana Automotive Manufacturing Development Policy. Hence, sustaining the businesses of our members. And here is President Akufado's response. We should be working towards that in Ghana, whereby people at the lower end of the income stream can also have access to, to cars, and not necessarily to second-hand cars. Why not to brand new cars? I think that is what we all have to sit down and work towards. And in so doing, the point that you have made that we have to find a way of protecting all of those in the value chain, that, that objective can be also achieved. We're going to do it on a consensual and collaborative basis. President Ekufordo there. To some good news now, former world champion Isaac Dobe returned to winning ways after beating Chris Avalos via an eight-round stoppage. Dobe has been out of action since he suffered a defeat more than a year ago. Despite suffering a point deduction for landing a low blow in the set round, Dobe proved too tough for his opponent, causing the referee to stop the fight two rounds later. Listen to him shortly after the bout late last night. We're still warming up. I felt, yeah. I felt great in there today. Well, you've been working with Barry Hunter. What improved?